All right, Shive time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BetQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. We've got movement, 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 movement. We got movement in the Pats game. We got movement on Thursday Night Football. We got movement in the MVP race. We'll discuss it for the next uh, 10 minutes or so here on BetQL Boston, BetQL Boston Podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review where you get your podcasts on this uh, Wednesday morning. Good morning, Chris Scheim. How are you? Good morning, Mutt. I am wonderful. How are you today? Getaway day for Shime. Greg Hill sending him to producing camp to figure out how to be a better producer. Not happy with the music selections. <laughs> uh, not happy with his takes and his picks. So, uh, Shime will be gone for a couple of days, so we'll get some final thoughts uh, on the week here from Chris Shime, And then sort of advance our day. Um, I, I guess we can start with the, the Patriots side of things, Shime. This was 11 a couple of days ago, and as of this morning, if you want to log on to DraftKings and bet the Patriots, you're now getting... Uh, nine and a half points instead of the uh, 11. I- I'm curious what you think about wh- what will we move in this line at all? Are people, are they now more confident in Brian Hoyer? Like, I, I just don't, uh, are they just taking the points here with the Patriots and running? I'm surprised this moved to basically a point and a half the last 48 hours. Yeah, I mean, so according to Action Network, the Patriots are only getting 36% of the bets, but 58% of the money. Like, the Patriots are getting the majority of the money right now, uh, and I think that's because the line was too big. I, I think 10 points, is, is, is double digits is just too many against Bill Belichick, especially for a Packers offense that hasn't exactly been all that spectacular this year. Um, so I think it's just, you know, a lot of those people you, you mentioned yesterday, the, the, the sharp gamblers who just see a double-digit line and always bet the double-digit underdog because no game should be that high. Uh, and then on top of it, the Belichick believers, where it's like, you know, there's no shot you make Belichick a 10-point underdog. I mean, he hasn't been this, what, a double-digit underdog since like 2001 or something? No, well, this is the last time. So there's been three games uh, in, in Belichick's era, I believe, or since Belichick and Brady teamed up. Uh, they were underdogs in the Super Bowl against the Rams. Um, they were 10.5-point dogs against Kansas City a couple of years ago when Hoyer started. Oh, that one, okay. That was the last time. So no surprise, Brian Hoyer involved in another monster point spread. Yeah, they, you don't get opportunities like this very often, um, but that's... And, I, and I totally get that. I'm just surprised that, like, as the middle of the week has gone on, like, what nothing's changed from yesterday. No, Mac Jones nothing. is not going to play. Brian Hoyer's going to play. Like, it doesn't really matter. Is Jacoby just... Myers going to play? Like, I guess that I guess could help, like, impact that a little bit, but not a lot. Uh, is Duggar going to play? I guess that could be an impact. But... And Lawrence Guy, I guess, is questionable as well, according to Mike Reese. And yeah, we're talking Wednesday morning. This is like the first day we're going to get any, any sort of, not even an injury report. We're getting a practice report today. So, um, yeah, I think, you, I think you're on it, Chime, that the number is too big, and people are just going to grab that number now, expecting that, and it's happened. The line was going to move. It was a key number. It was over a key number of 10 for a day and a half, and now you've lost that number, at least at DraftKings. You want to bet it on FanDuel, you can still get 10. There's still some 10s out there, but um, getting under 10, that's it's, it's seven to, uh, 10's a big number, 7's a big number, 3's a big number. When you start crossing over those numbers, uh, that's significant from a betting standpoint. Yeah, I'm really glad I got in at 11 because I yeah, think that was nice the number. right call. Yeah. Um, and so I think you're going to see this number stay right at 9.5. It should be 9.5. I said that you know, when, when I first made the case to take the Patriots, was I was like, this number should be 9.5, and, and for some reason it's moving to 10, 10.5, and, and up to 11. Like, that's – it was my whole thesis. I mean, you think back, that Kansas City team that you were 10.5-point underdogs against was a machine, and you were only 10.5-point underdogs. This is not the same Packers team that it was even last year, and you're 10.5-point underdogs. I understand that this isn't the same Patriots team, but it's still Bill Belichick, and there's still uh, – the defense has been – you know, outside of that Lamar Jackson game, and Lamar is just built different. 
they, they've been overall pretty good this year. So I, I just don't buy that the Patriots can be 10.5-point underdogs against anybody not named Josh Allen at this point. Yeah, there's uh, – I'd say the home field is as significant. I, I think home field means as much as it used to, but I think Green Bay is one of the places that probably still holds the, the high – the, the, whatever the whatever I think the, in the in the past it was always like hey home team gets three, and I don't, I don't think that works for every team anymore. But I think Green Bay, Kansas City, places like that, maybe Seattle, they probably still get the max three uh, for being home field because Green Bay is a tough place to play. Uh, but I'm with you. You got a really good number at 11. Um, unless we get some major injury news for the Patriots or for the Packers, I doubt we see 11s again. I yeah. think it's probably. I agree. Uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, injury news could change. I, again, I admittedly have not looked at the weather yet uh, for Kansas City on Sunday. I know obviously Green that's uh, Green Bay. Sorry, we know we're dealing with uh, wet weather in, in Florida. It's going to come up the coast here. Sunday's going to be 63 and partly cloudy. Yeah, there's no – so weather's so not a factor there. Um, I, I pointed that out because the line has moved here a little bit the last couple of days. I think Shime got the best of the number. Um, we were under 40 for a total yesterday. We're back over 40 at 40 and a half. I mean, that – I, if you maybe pick a gun to my head, make a bit bet for this game right now. I'm betting the under forty and a half points. Yeah, I, I I totally get that. That makes a ton of sense to me. Um, you know, these teams both have been strong towards the under, anyways. They want to play slow this season. They're yeah, slow teams. The Packers always want to play slow. Um, so it should be going down. I mean, it opened at forty two and a half. There's a reason why it's down to forty and a half. I think by game time this gets down to thirty nine, thirty nine and a half would be my well, guess. and that was what about yesterday, right? It was under forty yesterday. Yep. Yeah, and I think it'll get back there. Um, you mentioned it the the money has come in, um the money has come in on the Patriots side from the, the spread standpoint. The bets are still uh, on the Packers side. I just want to pull up here the actual uh total betting here. Uh if we can open this is my fault here. To- on the total uh, if I switch this here, it was eighty nine percent of the money is. is on the under. Yep, I mean, it's still, and, and so that you know what that does get interesting. Like, so the money is still coming in, flooding in on the under, and they moved it, the line moved a point yep. yesterday. Um, not entirely sure why, but I'd be much more interested um, in the under. The, the The updates we're getting are that Mac Jones is not going to play. It's going to be Brian Hoyer. From all indications, we'll know officially uh, today with uh, practice and media there. Who gets first team reps? All that crap. Uh, so we'll get that. Any other – no other injury stuff. So I guess you said Duggar, Myers, Guy, um, things to keep an eye on here. I, I know uh, Keyshawn Johnson said today there's not a big drop-off from Mac Jones to Brian Hoyer. I disagree I strongly with that. Disagree. Uh, I certainly think that Mac Jones has, has regressed a little bit. His decision-making has not been great, and he seems frustrated, but he's way more talented than Brian Hoyer. Yeah, so. I, uh, I I see my, my theory is that, it, you know, we mentioned this yesterday. I feel like the Patriots should start Bailey Zappi. Um, I feel like there's a potential for a higher ceiling with Zappy than there is with Hoyer. I understand that the the floor is probably also a little bit lower with Bailey Zappy, but like at least there's a little bit of hope there. Um, but with Brian Hoyer, I mean, of course there's a major drop off from Mac Jones. Like, it, I don't like Mac Jones, and I know for a fact there is a massive drop off from Mac Jones to Brian Hoyer. It's not even not even a question in my mind. So uh, I, we'll see where this thing goes. Um, we've had movement already on this line uh, from 11 down to 9.5. Uh, Shime was on this Monday. Shime came on Monday morning and said, I want the 11. Uh, and he's got a, a point and a half better than much of the market right now. Um, so keep an eye on that. And obviously as we get towards uh, Saturday and the injury reports and all that stuff, we'll have a lot more information uh, on this game. There's also movement in the Thursday night game, which was Bengals minus 3, then Bengals minus 3.5, now Bengals minus 4. Uh I was leaning Bengals minus three and a half, but as you said off the air, Shime, and you're right, 
it's sort of gotten away from us. I, I just the, the money line at minus one ninety. I don't like. Nope. And the minus four just in a, a very weird spot. I, I think there's a very good chance the the Bengals. It's a great it's a great buy in spot for Cincinnati, but I don't like the number. I don't like the money line. And so as of right now, I don't have a bet. I I will tell you there's at least some speculation that Tua is not going to play. Uh, in this game. And by the way, the, I was wrong about the open of this game. This thing opened at Bengals minus one and a half. Yeah. It's now Bengals minus four. So it's definitely moved. And I, I saw some smart people, and I'll give them credit. Adam Rosenberger, the Action Network, was the one who first tipped me off to this yesterday. They're basically starting to make the line like Tua might not play on Thursday night chime. It's moved two and a half points. I know there's a weather concern. Miami flew out early. But McDaniel said he would have been questionable. On a full week, he actually gave like an honest answer to an injury question, which is amazing for a coach in the NFL. And I think the Bengals are the right side here, but the number is is rough, and the Tua status is certainly another issue. But uh, I'm curious what you think. You will not be on the show the next couple of days. Are you going to have any action on Thursday Night Football, Bengals and Dolphins, currently Bengals minus four? Yeah, so I'll be driving down to Maryland tomorrow morning. Um, so as I'm passing through either Connecticut or New Jersey, uh, whichever one I'm not driving and my girlfriend is, uh, because I'm smart, smart individual, I will yes. hop on my phone and I will be placing a bet. And I will be going with the DraftKings, because DraftKings is offering that promotion, win your Thursday Night Football money line bet if your team leads by at least seven points at any time. I'm going to take Absolutely, my, yeah. I'm taking the Dolphins money line. I am 100% playing that, specifically because of that prop, because I think the Dolphins could easily go up seven in the first quarter um, and just, you know, kind of cash me right away. Um, but I also think the Dolphins could win this game. Like, I think people aren't on, like, it's weird to me. The Bengals are one and two, correct? Uh, I believe so. They yes. lose on opening day to, to the Steelers. They lose in week two to the Cooper Rush Cowboys. And then they win in week three against the Jets. Like, what has Cincinnati done to convince you that they are better, four points better than the 3-0 and Miami Dolphins, who, by the way, have beaten not just Lamar Jackson, but also Josh Allen. And Josh Allen ran 90 plays. He threw the ball 64 times, and Miami still won the football game. Like, it's... I, I don't quite understand it. Um... It, 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 I think there's. I real. I think my favorite play in this game is the over. I, I'm more convinced now. I think Miami's defense might be a little gassed. Like I said, 90 plays on Sunday, and it's a short week here. So uh, I, I think there's a really good opportunity for an over. I don't think Cincinnati's defense is quite as good as last year. Uh, there, there's an opportunity for a lot of turnovers. Joe Burrow has not been protected. He has been sacked on 10% of his dropbacks. Um, there's there's and there's a chance he just throws away a ball like he he threw what four picks in week one uh there's a chance he just gives one to the Miami Dolphins um which could mean short field and could mean quick score so I I really like the over I will definitely be playing the Miami money line if this number continues to go up as if two is not playing I will probably end up playing the Dolphins if it gets to four and a half or five um I I'm what if two doesn't play well, if two is ruled out, then of course I'm not going to play it. But like I, I am under the impression two will probably play. Um, I, I don't, I don't see him sitting out at this point. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think they're hiding. I mean, if we're being honest, there's, there's no way he wasn't concussed on Sunday. I mean, you don't, you don't move your body like that and fall down. Um, so it's the NFL, and I think they do this with quarterbacks all the time. I, I see. For all, I, I agree with you on Miami. Um, I, I, I like the buy low spot for Cincinnati. Uh, Super Bowl loser that takes a little while to get uh, just sort of ratcheted up. Um, I I think that the Miami turnaround from the million plays they played defensively 
now going on the road short week Thursday night. I, I definitely would lean much more under uh, than I would over in this game. Okay. Uh, and, I, and I understand why people are trying to – again, one and a half would have been great. Four, you're, you're right. You're getting to a point where it's just – it's almost worth betting Miami blindly if two is going to play. But I, you say you don't understand why. I, I think there's a lot of signals that from the, the short week, the, the amount of defense they played. I mean, the, they, they did beat the Buffalo Bills. The Bills vastly outplayed them. I mean, basically doubled them up in yardage. If they had scored in the end zone, they would have – if they had converted in the red zone, uh, what, oh, what, four and out at the five-yard line, yep. very, very, very rare for Buffalo. The final score says they won, but, I mean – I don't Look, think any less. Do you think any less of Buffalo? No, because absolutely, they lost that absolutely game not. But like, I, if just because I don't, I don't think less of Buffalo doesn't mean I shouldn't give Miami credit. Like the Miami defense was able to hold Josh Effing Allen out of the end zone for four plays inside of the five yard line. That's that is an accomplishment. I, I think Miami deserves credit for winning the game, just as Buffalo. I don't think any less of for losing the game. Um, like I think both can be true, and, and so I it just I, I think I think this number is still. Um, it's a weird number, man. No, I, I, I think agree it's, with you on that. A lot it's of a it, number. I think, is the influence still from last year. That run to the Super Bowl, I think people are still mesmerized by Cincinnati. Jamar Chase has not been the same so far this season. The offensive line is not any better, might even be worse right now, and the defense isn't as good. So ultimately, in my opinion, I just I don't think I am blinded by the um, the dazzling Cincinnati we saw last year still. Uh, whereas I feel like a lot of people that are betting this game right now are. And so I agree with you. If this line was one and a half, I'd take Cincinnati too. The home team, Miami's probably gassed a little bit. There's question marks around Tua. Totally agree. But this number is now four, and if it keeps moving towards four and a half and five, I am I, I have to take the Dolphins here. I have to. 45% of the bets in 76. Well, that's on the total. Let me update this up. 48% of the bets, 85% of the money right now is on Cincinnati. 52% of the bets and only 15% of the money. It's actually, there are more bets on Miami, but like 70% more money on Cincinnati. There, Okay, so there are some massive bets on Cincy. My guess yep. is that those came in well before the four. Sean, yes, that's the I, one thing you have, have to realize. To be, right? they, like, had to, they had to the, be on that one and a half, even two, two and a half, like it, 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 anything under three. That's when that uh, all that money came in would have to be my guess. Yep, and the money line is actually pretty split. The the. Uh, 52-48, the money in favor of the Dolphins, uh, and by far the most bet game of the week. It's an interesting game. Uh, there's a lot of questions. Uh, again, I was in New Hampshire this morning, and I couldn't pull the trigger because the, the four is a weird number. I couldn't even pull the I'm not. I'm not going to play the minus 190 on the money line. Um, I, I, I built some very small same-game parlays for pizza money, um, and I'm going to keep an eye on this line. And I would like to, I'd like to get the Bengals at three. Um, if we get more, I think they could potentially move a little bit if we get confirmation Tua is going to play. Uh, so we're going to be on different sides of this game. Shime's going to be on the over and the Dolphins. I'm going to be on the Bengals uh, and the under. It's not the only movement. So we've got Patriots line movement. We've got Thursday night line movement. And, Shime, we have movement in our MVP market. So we talked about this a couple days ago. You and I are both pretty invested in uh, Lamar Jackson for MVP. Uh, we got him at 20-1. to 1. And as of this morning, Shime, he is now the second choice. Yep. So Josh Allen is three to one. Lamar Jackson has uh, leapfrogged, 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 leapfrogged. Uh, Jalen Hurts. He is now five and, and a half to Holmes. one. The MVP. Hurts is six to one. Mahomes seven to one. Two of fourteen to one. So I I don't know what changed other than because he was he was seven or eight to one Monday morning. Yep. And now he's gone to the second choice. I, I wonder if that is people, Shime, saying. Because we'll look at it Saturday for a second. Baltimore is going to be a super trendy pick on Sunday. 
and I and I understand completely why. You know, Lamar is three and zero as a home dog. They have Buffalo. A lot of people had this game as a coin flip on their 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 ratings and projections, and and Baltimore is getting points at home as a home dog gets Buffalo. They're going to be one of the more chic like it, like when you listen to gambling content the next couple of days. Get ready to be hammered by people wanting to bet Buffalo, uh, betting, wanting to bet Baltimore at home as a home dog against Buffalo. I mean, people are already doing it. Mutt. eighty-four percent of the yeah. money is on the Ravens yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I, and again, I'm not. I don't hate it. I, yeah, I, 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 I agree. And I think I think too. It. One of the things that's happening here is I think Vegas and other people are buying into the theory that the winner of this game is your MVP, basically, right? Like, oh, that's what, that's what I mean. I think people are betting. They bet Lamar with the expectation, hey, if they win. They're in line for the number one seed in the AFC. You know, we don't believe in Miami, right? Yep. And so we're, we're going to get this now because once they have the number one seed, it's a narrative award. We talked about this in the preseason. 100% it is. We talked about it after the first week. You know, it's a narrative award. It's, it's the – there's only a handful of guys that can win it. They're mostly quarterbacks. Okay, you have to be like a, a super unbelievable regular season, statistical season, to, to jump over and leapfrog – another word, leapfrog um, – a quarterback, and then it's basically the quarterbacks from the three, four, five best teams, right? That's how the the yes. award works. It's sort of formulaic in that way, and so I'm with. That's why I brought it up, Shime, because I think people see this game ahead. They want to grab Lamar Dow because they know he beats Josh Allen straight up. There's a good chance. I don't know if it would be three to one and five and a half to one, but it could be like four to one and five to one. Lamar is the favorite Monday morning if the Ravens win in a game where a lot of the Vegas Sharps are betting Ravens on Sunday against the Bills. Yeah, I, to be honest, can I, uh, being completely honest here, I only think there's four possible winners left on the board, period. I don't think people should be betting. Outside of Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, you should, I'd, in my opinion, I would not be betting a single person on this board except for one player. That's, there's only one other player on this entire board that I would play other than those guys, and it's Trevor Lawrence at 30-1. to 1. It's the only other person on this board that has the storyline capability. Uh, I guess. I guess maybe Tua. That I may, maybe it's those four guys and then Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but I, it, it, he's old and he's washed. But I think you're leaving out Aaron Rodgers too. Nope. Rodgers, Rodgers twenty five to one. If Green Bay, um, if if Jalen Hurts is if, uh, if there's he right now in the NFC, he would be the second choice, right? If it, what, would, if if, it's not, if Jalen Hurts gets hurt, Rodgers by default goes from like twenty five to one down to ten to one. Uh, and, and Jalen Hurts, a rushing quarterback. I'm with you. There's only four or five guys, but you have to include Rodgers right now at 25 to one as the defending MVP because people love old quarterbacks who yeah, play well. But they, they won't play they well. Won't, still. They won't give it to a guy three times in a row. They won't do it. They will not give an MVP three three years in a row to the same guy. It won't happen. That's why I rule him out specific and because statistically, twenty five to one. I, I, if it was five to one, I hear you, but twenty five to one, I, 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 I'd be okay with pizza money twenty five to one. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think it's worth on any guy if it's it's either Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Tua, and Trevor Lawrence. In my opinion, it's those five guys uh, and everybody else on the board. For me personally, it can't can't even come close at this point. And and it's shocking to say that because it's only it's only been three weeks. It's only been three weeks. But but to me. I, I don't see Patrick Mahomes being able to do it. Justin Herbert is not going to be able to do it. I'm telling you that now. Don't waste your money. Aaron Rodgers, I, they won't give it to him three years in a row, and statistically, I don't think he'll be able to keep up. Matt Stafford won't get there. Brady won't get there, even though I expect Brady to have a much better second half. Well, I think so Brady so at 30. That's, see, that's the other guy. Like That that to me, and again, that I'm That one not, I could be convinced on, it, but even to me, I just I don't, I don't think he'll be good enough. Like I think Brady will be better. 
come la- the later as the season gets later because his the players around him will be healthier and different and the better people on the field. But uh, I think it's more so the defense on that team than anything that will carry them at all. Yeah, I think the narrative, like if Rodgers, uh, he's got like a 98 quarterback rating right now, with that we all we mocked his receiving core. Like if somehow, some way, they navigate themselves to the one or two seed in the NFC, he already has a heads-up win against Tom Brady. Uh, I'm with you that it's not likely, but I think the – Sometimes it's more about the odds than it is about how like twenty five to one seems fair. So we we sure, have a big. I, I bring this up because that's what I was going to ask you because you're holding a pretty decent ticket at twenty to one on Lamar Jackson. Who scares you among this group? And you mentioned all. Uh, oh, I would never bet Josh Allen a three to one, uh, but Jalen Hurts six to one, Mahomes uh, seven to one, Tua a little bit. But let's see if he gets through this week. You know, clearly he's a guy that I, I think is going to. He's going to get a lot of consideration because that offense looks unbelievable. And again, storylines, narrative, Mike McDaniel, coach of the year, blah, blah, blah. And then the two olds. And you mentioned the guys you uh, – I, I agree with you on those guys. There's not a lot of other guys that scare me on the board, but there are four or five quarterbacks that that could get us. But I, I feel, it's a long way to be saying I think we're on the right – we're on the right player We're right on now. the right horse. At we Lamar are on 21. the right horse right yeah. now in Lamar Jackson. Like, it is – Without a doubt, like he to me is is more or less in the pole position, even though it's technically Josh Allen. I think it's Lamar Jackson here. Um, to be honest with you, uh, so Tua, Tua to me, it'll come down to Thursday. If the if the Dolphins beat the Bengals in Tua plays, I'm scared of Tua because at that point he'll have beaten Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and the defending AFC champion in three straight weeks. And, and he gets so after that he gets a nice long resting week. Yes, he gets the Jets off the mini buy. Yep. He gets the Vikings at home. Cream he gets the time. Steelers. He gets the Lions. He gets the Bears. He gets the uh, Browns are pretty good. Uh, Texans. Like, there's a nice stretch but there th- where like statistically. There's a chance they could go like 10 and 0. Like, if they beat the, the Bengals, there's a chance they could stretch that to 10 and 0. And then, and then also, I'm scared by Jalen Hurts, specifically because well, of the Hurts schedule. Is, he, like, Hurts, that, to me, if, I, if you took the price out of it, and you said which guy is going to cost us our MVP bet? It's Jalen Hurts because he's playing unbelievably. Nick Sirianni's just opened up the offense to him, uh, and, and that schedule he, is he, so and he easy. Well, he has an easier schedule now. They're now the favorite. The Bengals are uh, the, the Eagles are. I'm looking at this morning. They're the favorite to have the most wins in the NFL. Yeah, you could have gotten them at like seven, like nine somewhere around there two or three weeks ago. Their numbers up to like twelve and a half, thirteen wins. Yeah, my, it's ridiculous. I, I, there's a chance they go fifteen and two. Like it, that's how easy this schedule is. I was looking at it the other. I was literally looking at it yesterday. I was talking to t- talking about it with Andy and Fitzy uh, on the Six Rings podcast. Go subscribe, listen, please. I love you all. Thank you. Um, but like when you look at this Eagles schedule, this is the, this is the next few games. So Jaguars is a tough game. Then you get the Cardinals, who have been worse than we thought, but still, I guess a tough game. But then you get the Cowboys, Steelers, Texans, Commanders, Colts, Packers, Titans. It's cake. Giants, Bears, Cowboys, Saints, Giants. Like, I, I, I can't even. They will be favorites in every single game. They're not going to be an underdog in any of these games because they get Green Bay at home. They get Tennessee at home. Uh, even at Indianapolis, they are going to be the favorite in that game. So it, it's, it's really hard for me. That's the one guy that scares me, like actually scares my bet, is Jalen Hurts. Um, and I regret I mentioned him when we talked MVP, 18-1. to 1. I was like, I like Jalen Hurts, the storyline, A.J. Brown and his Steph Diggs. It all made sense. All of the, the, the markings for a potential 
great MVP style season were there. I saw it, it, they were the exact same thing when Lamar Jackson did it the first time. I saw it the exact same way, but I'm like, no, I think it's Lamar or Josh Allen. I was too I was too dug in on my guys, and I didn't allow myself to also place a bet on Jalen Hurts because that that it was the clear guy, and I I missed it. Yeah, I'm surprised by this number, Shime, as you were talking about that, and you're right. I, I missed. I I, dra- I I have two. The only way I got the only place I got Jalen Hurts right is he was the first quarterback I took in my the only two fantasy leagues I play in. Bingo. So I took him. That's my I guess that's my hedge against that. Um, they are still well. They're the co-favorites now for most regular season wins with Buffalo. They, you can play Philadelphia at plus two seventy five, almost three to one. Aren't uh, they like eight and a half to one to make the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl or something? Yeah, they're eight to one to win the Super Bowl now. We can get them almost three to one to win the most regular season games. Uh, yeah, it's as it, another hedge against you. Know, I may have to do that. I, I may have to place at least something on them to get the most regular season wins because at this point they it just between and it, it's more so the easy schedule than everything because like I don't I think this the this Eagles team is still a year off. Um, they they still have some pieces developing and, and they have two first round picks coming up in this next draft. Um, they're really really good. But I, they're, it's more so a product of their schedule than anything else, in my opinion. And so it's hard to gauge how they'll do in the playoffs. But I, I think it's – like, they could be a first-round bounce in the playoffs if, if, they, if they draw someone like the Buccaneers, who have finally turned it on in the second half of the season. Uh, and we saw what the Buccaneers did to them last year. So it's uh, – yeah, man, I don't – it's it's hard. It's hard. I, I, it, Jalen Hurts is the guy that scares me. So I'm glad we brought this up. So movement for the Patriots game, movement Thursday night football, uh, and movement on the MVP. We we are basically in line on the Pats and the MVP. We are way different on Thursday night football. You'll be making that bet while you're driving. I will have to decide between now and Thursday in the great state of New Hampshire if I'm going to uh, bet. But Shime's going to be off for a couple of days. So is Coop So Coop is good to go to produce the next couple of days. That is correct. I texted him and was talking to him yesterday. He is good to go to produce the next two shows. Uh, do you, do you want? Oh, you just gave us your sort of breakdown on Thursday night football. All right, so I, I, we will not have a guest tomorrow. I'll do a very quick podcast tomorrow with Coop, updated stuff for Thursday night and uh, some some mass betting information that I was able to get in the last couple of days. And then Friday, speaking of the Eagles, uh, the producer, the executive producer of Eagles pre in game and post game, as well as the producer of uh, WIP's afternoon show, Jack Fritz, is going to join us about the Eagles shine because I what we we started talking about this. Um, he pushed a big, a big time in the offseason for Eagles wins uh, over uh, the win total. He loved that, but he still doesn't believe in Jalen Hurts. So we're going to talk huh, some Eagles okay. for a few minutes uh, and get some picks with uh, Jack Fritz of WIP uh, in Philadelphia, our sister stage from Odyssey on Friday. He'll join me for a couple of minutes. Uh, we'll also do my picks. How do you want to get the people your picks on Friday? Uh, so I could either A, call in and give them to you real quick, or I yeah. can give them to Coop and have him present them. Uh, to the podcast on on Friday. Uh, since I'm gonna want to, yeah, well, because we know in draft format, no, we we got to go back and forth for five minutes. That's true. I could, I mean, I could just power rank my my bets and, and give them to him. But yeah, you it, can do it's that. No, no, whatever you you make, I, I'm fine with either one. Coop is well equipped. I've listened to Coop uh, on the Bradfoe Show podcast. I know Coop can, like he can talk. I'm not sure he can produce the podcast. I'm I'm not super confident the podcast will get up. Um, <laughs> but I know he can talk and speak English. Yes. Uh, that I know. Yep. So if you want to power rank them, if he can explain your bets for you, Shime, because the people are going to want, if you think it's enough for the people, you're, that's fine. That's fine. The people who, by the way, oh, I, 
I don't want to tease the big announcement for October. We'll save that for a different show. Um, but the, if you think your people can just live on that, that's fine. Your call. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll uh, if I'm not driving tomorrow, I'll uh, I'll I'll just call and be like, hey, toss me on. We'll wrap. That's not tomorrow. Tomorrow, not tomorrow. Friday. Oh yeah, Friday. I won't Tomorrow's be driving Friday. Thursday. Oh yeah, and we you guys record it like. Oh yeah, I can definitely hop on the phone Friday. That's not an issue at all. Unless you're going to sleep in at Greg Hill's producing camp. No, like, no, You're no. going to be up, aren't good. you? I'll be good. I'll be good. My, we're gonna uh, we're gonna my, clinic, my clinic doesn't start until 1230, so <laughs> I got plenty of time. I'll get to grab coffee. I'll be good to go. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. So tomorrow's pod, I'll do a little solo pod for a few minutes. Friday, we have a whole cast of characters. Me, Shime, Jack Fritz, Eagles, Patriots, picks and props. It'll be a lengthy one on Friday. We'll get Shime on for a couple of minutes. Uh, anything else today for the people, Chris Scheim, as you get ready to go to a producing camp, courtesy of Greg Hill? Uh, nope. i got to go drive my uh, dog to my brother's house down on the South Shore and then head back up to Lowell. So. All right. We'll drive safe, Scheim. We'll talk on uh, Friday morning. Good luck, buddy. Can't wait much. See ya.